And thank you very much, Flo, for that. We, you will recall that the question of the Republic of South Africa, as adopted in 1996, mm. enjoys everyone the rights to of association, the freedom of choice, and everything else. Yes. And uh, it's not limited to uh, to 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 sex workers, um, uh, but to everyone else, it, that, you know, we, our rights are supposed to be safeguarded. We then realized that, you know, as a commission, the sex workers were being harassed by uh, being um, dealt with harshly by the police. Uh, this was, was, was informed by two cases. Uh, and then later on came more cases that they were reporting to us that the police are harassing them. Mm. Some of them, you know, are forcing them to sleep with them if they don't get money from them. And we then started the consultative forum of our own as a commission for gender equality with various institutions, including sex workers themselves, both in Pretoria, Cape Town, uh, and Cape Town, and uh, yeah, and Houting. Mm. So we decided to come with this position on decriminalizing of sex work. I'll tell you why we, are, we, we came with this position, decriminalizing. We say, we're not saying that let's legalize, um, because there's a, there's a, people misunderstand our position. Yeah, yeah. When you say legalize, you're saying that, you know, Flo and Jabu can see when their kids, they are married, they with a child. The child can sit with us in the sitting room. I said, Papa, I want to be a sex work. Mm. And that is official. That's where the problem lies. And then yeah. with ours, we are saying let's decriminalize to so say these people can operate freely in the interim. And why we say decriminalize, some of them are coerced into sex work. Some of them, our very own um, uh, kids, uh, Jabu could be a stepfather to Flo's daughter. Jabu, when Flo has gone to work now early in the morning, Jabu gets in the room with the daughter and abuses that child. Flo doesn't believe that the child... It's, 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 it's a thing sincere when they report that my stepdad is abusing me. And what, that, what does the child does? And then runs away to the streets of Pretoria, goes to Capital Inn and becomes a sex work. Right, Jabu, because, let, me, let me ask this. You know, now that you've spoken about, you know, sex work mm, as, um, uh, you know, sort of career, um, mm, the, the, the fact of the matter is that, you know, many people who enter sex work or become sex workers do it um, out of uh, desperation. It's, 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 it's I, yes. I suppose, a very rare situations mm. where a child would grow up and say, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd want to be um, a sex worker. And I wonder if that's also part of where the, 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 the stigma of sex work, sex work, sex work comes from, and I'm I'm wondering too what effect that has on perception and how sex workers are seen and perceived. Exactly, Flo. Exactly. That's what you know. Even sex workers, when they're with us at the construction deal, they that they put that succinctly and profoundly as you've put it. That's the perception that is there. Mm. Because now we're able to assist them, we they can able to access health services, we can also able to rehabilitate some of them mm. who were forced. But when it's a choice, then they do it willy nilly. Then you know the perception will because remember, this is the oldest provision that has been there. So we wanted to protect them, their rights. And I'm glad you you say that because that is the basis of all the, 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 the discussion that we had and our position was informed by what you are saying now. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about these consultative meetings and, and, and how uh, they're going to work because I'm assuming there's going to be you know, uh, relevant stakeholders and uh, people with uh, or parties of interest, um, yourselves, of course, uh, as well as the, the government, the, department, the relevant uh, uh, department. Uh, but I'm also assuming there will be certain NGOs and, and, and other people that represent sex workers 
this. Talk to us about uh, your satisfaction in terms of how uh, you understand these consultative meetings to be taking place. I mean, you, you're mentioning that some of them have indeed already started taking place. So let's, let's, let's give us an idea of what's going on. What will then happen through the minister and what we get, we're getting the information from the ministry is that they'll be going through all the, 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 the provinces. Uh, sex work and, and sex workers are all in all the, uh, the, the nine provinces. Uh, people mustn't assume it's, it's Houghton and, and Deben and, and, and KwaZulu-Natal. And, and, uh, so when we are there, our offices, provincial offices, and our position, remember our position has already been discussed in parliament, various portfolio committee and various uh, political parties that, you know, call upon us to come and uh, engage with us. So we will be uh, forwarding that position to them. This is why, and that informed us. And remember, even the portfolio committee in, on justice, and co- they have this position. So this thing is based on what the commission has done before, the grand work of the Commission for Gender Equality. So we'll be submitting that position. And there's also a disclaimer that I need to put uh, a flow. Mm. We are also going to review our position throughout this process, yeah. whereby we look at, we, are we still other men that, you know, can we stick to the position of decriminalization or we need to review it to adopt something? Because things have changed since then. And then uh, the harassment has gone a little bit down mm. and other aspects. So we will also look at our own position. We will move with speed uh, ahead of the, mini- the, the deputy minister and other processes. Mm. But that will advance now is decriminalization of sex work in South Africa. And we'll be going throughout. Even our commissioners, remember, they're all in nine provinces. Yeah. We'll be leading the processes in this nine provinces with the, with the Department of Justice and Coastal Development. So, before we wrap up our conversation, I can't leave this uh, conversation without bringing this up. And you, you touched on it briefly when you are talking about the fact that, you know, sex workers complain that, you know, when they court, some of these people will even blackmail them and say, you know, you must sleep with me before, you know, so that I can let you go and so forth. And in the context of South Africa, I cannot talk about sex work and sex workers without also talking about uh, the, the staggering um, statistics that we as a country have on gender-based violence, on, on, on GBV. How would you then suggest, um, you know, in after I've discussed the issue of GBV in this context, how would we then, uh, does it change the conversation when we're talking about the decriminalization of sex work and workers, um, uh, how they're handled in the country, given the sort of statistics that we have on rape and women abuse and and GBV, as I've said, in the country? Yes, somehow it changes the narrative. One of the things that, you know, is a pity. um, We're engaging with the the National Police Commission and its its duties on issues of gender based. We might have seen it on ourselves. Uh, in our social media pages two weeks ago, we went to a masquerade mm-hmm. in the third reporting quarter. Some of the things that we discovered, it's how the, the police capacity and the understanding of gender-based violence and not prioritizing as it, it will change the narrative in a, in a, bigger, in a bigger scheme of things. Mm-hmm. The numbers will go down because, you know, we need to capacitate the police. Some of them, they just passed metric, and now you see the recruitment. They don't understand the coaching. They don't understand the rights of people. And we are waiting with the police to, because, you know, we're not standing out by the side and we're armchair critics. We said, what can we do to help the police on the national, provincial, and local level? And that is waiting so far. In certain areas that we have been there, in November areas, the statistics have gone down, and the narrative will change. We'll continue to criticize them and monitor them, but we'll work closely with them to say, this you can't do, this you can do, mm-hmm. because some of these uh, people, um, they themselves, there for criminal record. Remember, 141,000 or so of police, they have a criminal case or so, they have reported it. So we are trying to change that narrative to help them to understand 
gender-based violence is a pandemic in our country and we need to work with them and we need to assist the police. All that right. narrative will change. All right, Jawabalo, thanks so much for giving us your time here on uh, SFM's uh, Weekend View. He's the spokesperson for the Commission for Gender Equality.